Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Well, good evening, everybody. This is Chuck Bartok joining you for the 345th episode of You Can Build It Your Business. Uh, very glad to have as many people over the last many years join us on Wednesday evenings. Uh, uh, a few evenings missed over those years uh, due to personal situations, but we've tried to be here every week for quite a long time, uh, just about seven years. The um, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little sluggish right now because uh, my wife fixed something that's been in kind of a family staple for us for several years. A interesting story. I, I enjoy cooking. My wife is an excellent cook also. And we have something that was passed to her from her mother. Her mother is, uh, her father met her mother in Germany. He was an American soldier. And uh, my mother-in-law came across uh, on the boat uh, while she was pregnant with my wife. They got married in Germany and then came, he was mustered out and came back to the States. And when my mother-in-law arrived in California and she met some of his relatives, she heard people talking about macaroni cheese. And I guess one of her sister-in-laws says, well, did you know that one of Jean's favorite dishes was macaroni and cheese? Of course, she was referring to the good old Kraft mac and cheese. Well, my mother-in-law, not knowing any better, said, well, she's going to surprise her new husband one night and they're going to fix macaroni and cheese. And he came home and she was so proud and put on the table this big bowl of uh, macaroni and cheese in her mind. And he says, what is this? What my mother-in-law had done, and I just got to tell everybody, we love this. Every one of our kids, uh, nephews, nieces, in-laws, outlaws, this has become kind of a family tradition. And what my wife does, what my mother-in-law did, was uh, she took ham steaks or leftover ham off the bone and fried that up in a pan, and then while that was going on, she put uh, she was she grated a block of Swiss cheese, and of course we all know that there's a lot of different kinds of Swiss cheese around. We try to buy a quality Swiss cheese. Not you pay a little bit for it, but there's definitely a difference in good, honest to God, Swiss cheese. Well, you grate the Swiss cheese, you fry the ham, and while that's happening, you got a big pot of big Elbow macaroni, or as tonight we used, um, oh, what's the name of it, a rigatoni or something. A good pasta. Well, when it's all said and done, you uh, throw the ham with, with the ham cooking, the little oil that's with it, and you throw that in the noodles and you just just slather this thing with the Swiss cheese while it's still piping hot. You stir it with a spoon, something that you can clean later because that cheese gets sticky. And that's your that's that's my, our mac and cheese, macaroni and cheese, and uh, a little salt and pepper. Lots of pepper always tastes good. But I know this might sound funny. It's a bland meal. I mean, color wise, it's just uh, you know white noodles and Swiss cheese and 
big hunks of ham, not big hunks, diced ham inside. Well, Shirley made that tonight, and we don't eat it every day. And my problem is I can't stop eating it. So just before the show, I heard my wife yelling in the background, Chuck, your show's going to start, because, man, I... I ate that, and it was so easy to drift off to sleep. So if I'm a little slow this evening, it's because I just enjoyed uh, Rose Henderson's Macaroni and Cheese. Those of you listening today, tomorrow, and in the future, try it sometime. It's an inexpensive dish, and uh, I think you'll like it. A little different than Kraft Macaroni. Well, that's enough of the family history for the evening. Uh, We're here, as I mentioned, the 345th episode, and uh, a lot of things have happened in my life in the last couple of weeks. Uh, We mentioned a little bit last week. I'm excited. I have lots of fantastic projects. I've met some wonderful new people who have asked me to help them um, grow their businesses a little closer to the goals and directions they wanted. And uh, we're going to do that by applying some effective internet uh, medium. One of the things that happened uh, at the old company, uh, as it changed hands and reconfigured, uh, I was asked to look into the uh, current expenses, um, uh, internet expenses, you might say. And, uh, I remember everybody talking uh, when I was there semi-full-time, how wonderful it is that we have such a wonderful internet presence. Well, it comes to find out when I started going through files that this company was paying a company $12,400 a month for SEO and SEM. What is SEO and what is SEM? For those of you that don't, you see the words search engine optimization and search engine marketing. Search engine marketing is typically uh, allocated to what we call paid advertising AdWords and such. Nine thousand of that twelve thousand four hundred dollars was allocated to uh, AdWords, and the other thirty-five hundred dollars a month was allocated to managing the SEM account. So, what does all this mean? Well, it meant that the in, the website was getting a lot of interest. But guess what, folks? I went through and studied the analytics of every contact or completion that was made. In other words, in Google Analytics, we can find out if it came in organically or if it came in through paid for click. We were able to track the telephone numbers, where they came from, you know, location by zip code or area code. Um, If the people called, and of course we then had... We have a system to record the phone calls to see how, you know, are they a real prospect or not. And uh, I'm, I was sad to report to my good friend that uh, the uh, results from the paid advertising was pitiful. Now, the numbers, you know, I mean, numbers are numbers. But the only number I was interested in was the conversion, which meant of all those people who clicked on the ad, how many of them called the company? I, I do hope I'm not boring the audience about this, but, but as a business person, I'm interested in results, not numbers. And I know that may come as a shock to people. I'd rather have 100 people call our business today 
and 80% of them seriously interested in that which we, we do and have a knowledge of that which we do because we've done a great job on the Internet of letting them know the quality of the product, what the product is, how it works, how it might solve their problems. Otherwise, you end up, as so many companies do, with a whole bunch of contacts of people who, just because the website looked pretty or for whatever reason called you, and now this may sound bad, folks, but take up the time of the sales staff and really weren't interested, truly interested in the first place. Now, I'm not suggesting that we ignore leads. Please, that's not what I'm saying. What I am talking about is products, if they're explained, again, I'm, I'm, not, I'm trying to sit here. If your product is well presented on the Internet and it's easy to be found and there is sufficient information on your blog, on your website about how your product can solve somebody's problem, the person who calls you will probably be leaning more towards the seriousness of a purchase. I wish some of my friends were with us. I know I, I, I talked about we might not have this show. And, you know, it's typical. Uh, this is, nobody pays us to be here, so I, I, I enjoy doing it, and it's fun to be here, and we do have some great people who join us quite a bit. So in this case, a company was paying $9,000 a month for AdWords, and I went back and traced through records because they entered data in a, in a customer management system. Uh, they happened to use a company called Goldmine. And, uh, you know, um, there was no relation to anything of fruition, anything of value other than, I mean, no, there were some buildings sold. Don't miss, it wasn't total disaster. But the $41,000 that they spent from September to today uh, yielded. I mean, I, I know what the margins of the product. and You've you got to sell a lot of stuff to compensate a marketing cost, which is not your total marketing cost, to, to make that a viable expense. And uh, at my recommendation, uh, you know, I see, the other thing is no one – at the company was really interested or, or maybe took the time to study this data. So, again, I see we have joined by Rolf Jason. Rolf, uh, good to have you here. And uh, we have West Maryland coming in and guests 10, 11, 12. Holy cow, everybody's here. How come? I've never had so many people join us all at once. Uh, guest 11, uh, I guess maybe we're just a real popular place today. I don't know. But there's an awful lot of people logged into the chat. If they're uh, interested in, in in what it is we talk about, fine. Uh, if they're not, of course, they can, uh, you know, uh, move on. And, and it, because, uh, hmm, oh, well, wow, this is kind of neat. Wow. Got some really neat people here today, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, West Maryland, are you on the line? Hey, man. Who is that? Hey, there. Hey, how are you? Really good. I'm just loving this broadcast. Are you? Have you been listening for a while? Yeah, I've just been nervous about calling in, but, you know, I, it's really good. You know? Hello. Hello, is, uh, who, who is... So my, uh, 
Recently, I was flying in my uh, with gone. my pet Spooky Bird, and it got quite sick. On Facebook? Uh, hello, who you know is about, this? Do you know about Spooky Bird? It's John from Tennessee. Yes, John. Am how I, are you? My name is Dan yeah, from Buffalo. Okay, Dan. Say, uh, niggers, Dan from Buffalo. Hmm, interesting. Well, I'll tell you yeah. what, this is the first time in seven years that we've been uh, rudely interrupted by people that have, uh, I, I don't think they're really interested in what it is we have to talk about. Uh, Dan from Buffalo is guest six. Thank you very much, Dan. Um, this is very interesting, uh, very interesting. Uh, anyway, uh, going back to the to the point on SEO and SEM and studying the analytics uh, that uh, generally shows if you're doing well with your marketing program. Uh, <laughs> well, holy cow. Hello, guest 17. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, I see someone here is of a, uh, probably not very... Uh, interested in speaking uh, guest 17 is from west virginia uh, can the host see the chat yes i can guest 16 um, i don't know what very interesting kek means uh, uh, i'll tell you start a business first you got to get the money well that's interesting uh, guest 28 is a very articulate person they like to use uh, foul language guest 30 this is really great i've never seen such activity from people who really aren't interested in that which we talk about and i'm sorry that's uh, the way things are. Uh, you're making no effect of the show, except it's interesting uh, <laughs> to see all this. Uh, God, I'm, I'm getting so, wow, these people just, this must be a, uh, what do they call it, a spam fest or something. Um, guess 10, I actually want to listen. Stop. Uh, first time I've heard profanity? No, in the last 72 years, I've heard a little bit of profanity in my life. Probably a lot more than you have, because obviously, judging by what I'm reading here, we have an age of people who are a little bit, um, uh, what do we want to say, uh, you know, maybe they're not mentally developed very far. And that happens when you spend your time doing things of little to no value. Anyway, SEO and SEM, um uh, are something that's talked about all the time, and there's a way to do it properly, and there's a way to spend an awful lot of money foolishly. Our clients uh, uh, are interested in growing their businesses, and uh, we uh, we kind of guide them down a path where they can effectively use their money. And in marketing and sales, the bottom line is, or let's just say it, is the contract written? Is there a completion of a contract? Has consideration been made? Has money been paid? Uh, that's a successful sale. Um, and the Internet has allowed many of us, we've been successfully selling things for many, many decades without the Internet. And the only thing the Internet has been able to do for us is allow us to broaden the market possibly reach people that heretofore were not available to us because of, you know, uh, logistics, uh, uh, distance, location, and so on. Um, it's just like this show itself. Uh, this was not available many years ago at, at a, a free cost. Uh, guest 14, you have something to say, okay? Oh, well, why don't you type in and let me know what it is that you have to say, Guest 14. I mean, I to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen, I've got over 800 and over 800 hours with two different shows, and this is the first time 
that I ever have seen such a poor example of people wasting their time uh, d- doing what what it is uh, uh, we're doing here. I mean, I, I guess you people have nothing else to do with your time. Guest 13 says, uh, let me talk. What is it that you'd like to talk about? You have an opinion. Why don't you type it in, and if it makes sense to me, I... Uh, uh, you know, let him talk. Freedom of speech. Freedom of speech. Uh, yeah, everybody has freedom of speech. Um, no problem with that. But we also have to uh, uh, follow some decorum. So we call it uh, social acceptance. I understand that there's not too many people today that understand what that is. But let's see what guest thirteen has to say. Here we go. Let's see. Hello. Yes, guest thirteen. Yes. This is Ryan from Michigan. Yes, Ryan. How are you? Good. How about you? Very fine, sir. Thank you. Yes, I've got a business I'd like to talk about with you. Okay, you sir. And what what type of business? business? What type of business is it, Ryan? Right now, it's in uh, it's in its hybrid stage. I'd like to call it the Glory Hole Foundation. Shout out to Niggers, KKK, Ku Klux Tribe. Shout out to Spooky, Spooky One Two Three for door giveaway. Well, again, ladies and gentlemen, we have <laughs> an example of uh, of someone who just doesn't have a real handle on the real world. So, you know, I, I again, uh, this is kind of interesting. I can't believe people have so much time and energy to to uh, say nothing. ID, call in. Can I speak about business actions, please? Rolf, yes. Let's see what Rolf has to say. Rolf, hello. How are you? Hey, man. Yes, sir. How can we help you? I tried calling in earlier and got muted right away when all these spam fests started showing well, up. Well, you know, it, it, it's mm-hmm. amazing. Rolf, where are you from? I'm from Denmark. Denmark. Very good. That's that's quite a... It's a tomorrow morning in your time, eh? Yeah. It's pretty pretty early. Right. Whereabouts in Denmark do you live? Uh, you know, I, I don't want to give it out to all these spammers, oh, you know. Okay. Well, that's all right. They, 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 they can't little, find uh, you anyway. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> So, they, they seem like hackers or something. I don't know. I've never well, seen something it's something like because uh, over 800 hours of doing this over the last eight years, um, you know, we've never seen this. It's amazing. It's crazy. It is. It is. Do you have so, any good business tactics you can share? Well, uh, what type of business are you thinking about or are you formulating? Um, I'm thinking about like an animal care business. Okay. That happens to be something we're very appreciative my wife had a horse boarding stable my son's a horse trainer so and uh, we're very involved in a couple of dog and horse um, operations rescues do you Uh, have you ever handled uh, like exotic animals like uh, Peruvian spooky birds no I've never really come across and uh, I did study uh, Uh, zoology uh, was my degree, and and uh, I did spend some time in South Africa, but I've I've never heard of that. It's, it's like a crow, but it's blue. Oh, I see a blue crow. All right. It's like a blue. It's very rare. It's it's uh, it could become extinct very soon. That's why I'm trying to take care of them. Very good, very good. Well, if uh, first thing we've said, if you go back to the first episode of the show, uh, 344 episodes ago, the first thing to do is to be sure that you write down your Plan right. of action, um, your business plan, and uh, make sure that you have I, a... I have a start of the business bit, but I have a little uh, side business that I'd like to get going from the, the money I've already made. From uh, I've, I've, t- I've handled a few dogs and cats in my vet business so far um, and got a bit of money. 
uh, I'd like to expand to maybe, you know, some other side business like uh, cooking. Um, you have any experience with that? Well, uh, yes. Uh, I just mentioned at the beginning of the show, cooking happens to be something both my wife and I enjoy, and we were in the oh. restaurant business for a while. Do you cook out of, like, your house? Like, uh, like right now, I've just been cooking out of, like, my basement. I see. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't really um, have much room to expand to like a lab or something. Mm-hmm. What is it that you like to cook? Um, it depends on the day. Some days, like uh, I'll just do some like boiling. Um, the other days, I'll make uh, a bit of uh, a methamphetamine. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds like a delightful thing to do. I I guess that's okay in in Denmark. We frown upon that uh, very strongly oh, here in our neighborhood. Quite quite legal here, where yeah. I know it's uh, sold on the street. Uh-huh. Well, that's you know that's what's beautiful about uh, about the world is there's so many different cultures and so many different ways of different lifestyles. Uh, we we, yeah, we have to... a uh, we have a brand called Team Spooky for Mud. Uh-huh. It's uh, it's uh, so even the police sell it. Oh wow! Yeah, well, I, I you know having been to Denmark, I can understand that uh, the culture has moved in that direction. The wonderful people, but uh, they haven't been doing much. Uh, you know, I. Actually, last time I was there, it was not the ex- most exciting trip. So I'll tell you what, I'm going to mute the people out now because I did uh, promise the people listen to this later on in the future. We have about a 1,000 downloads a week, and people oh, that's, do that's uh, people do come in here for uh, for information that's, that's uh, legitimate yeah. and, you know. Yeah. So anyway, I appreciate you stopping by, Rolf, and I hope all things all right, work all well right. in, uh, in uh, Denmark. Thank you. One more question. Well, let's see. Guest 14 had something to say. Where is it? Uh, boy. Hello? Yes. Hi, my name is John. Then I want to talk about how my business, you know, it's a local business. We make jet parts. Uh-huh. You know, and, you know, ever since a Walmart was built, mm-hmm. yeah, our business, like, our sales started going down because, you know, Walmart has everything. Right. Well, they don't have jet parts. Oh, well, we also make toy jets. So. Oh, oh, do you? Well, it's interesting yeah. that uh, several people that I work with have uh, manufacturing companies, and Walmart has been a real asset to them because uh, Walmart has been a, a, a place for them to market their products. So, uh, you know, if, uh, in yeah, my estimation, yeah. uh, places like Walmart, if, if they uh, – you're not a good business person if you allow a company like Walmart affect the success of your business. Uh, yeah. That's uh, that's the same thing, and uh, you know I, I remember in the restaurant business, somebody said, "Oh my gosh, the uh, Jack in the Box is coming to town. The sky is falling." Actually, our our business doubled in size when the fast food came in. We served the same type of food, uh, hamburgers and things like that. But people, uh, when they ate at the fast food, realized that they could never find the quality that we were serving. So yeah, yeah. they went there, and and then they came back. So it's kind of an interesting yeah, experience. Oh. Can I tell you a quick fact about our products real quick, you know, just a marketing ad? Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know that jet fuel can melt steel beams, 9-11 was the inside job. Well, <laughs> yes, I, you know, I've, I've heard of the people who aren't very intelligent making that Spooky for mod, spooky for mod. It's kind of exciting. Well, yeah. Well, my regular listeners, this has really been an exciting night. Uh, I'm not going to put up with much more of this because, uh, well, oh, Jeff Beeman's back. Holy cow, where's Jeff? Holy cow. Jeff, 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 are you there? Jeff, hold on. 
Jeff, are you there? Hello, Jeff. Hey, Chuck, how are you? Can you believe this? I, I don't know where all that junk is coming from. I have no idea. We, we got to guess. to block it. Boy, you need to put the hammer down on that stuff. Well, I've got to, you know, uh, this is, in all these years, this has never, I guess the <laughs> the trolls must be out today. People of uh, little experience and uh, not much real interest in life other than just being whatever. But, uh, yeah. hey, by the way, I really want to congratulate you, Jeff, on your declaration of focusing on something that I know is a passion of yours. And uh, I've been following the last few days. And, uh, I, I, you know, I just, I <laughs> well, I kind of encouraged you to do that. But, um, uh, well, that's, I, always, that's always been on, on the back burner, and I decided to turn up the heat and then mess it around. So. Right, right. So how how uh, are you uh, posting what every other day on the blog? I know your photographs and and the uh, you know like the spring weather there in Indiana. I should send you some some photographs of <laughs> you know we were eighty degrees the other day. Of course it was oh, chilly my. today. North wind came off the snow, but but our golf course has just been uh, uh, slammed the last week or so, and everybody's excited, and so we know there's a lot of interest. Uh, you know this time of the year always. Oh sure, yeah. The spring spring has broke uh, here. Although we're still got some cold, colder days ahead of us. But right. I was on the course uh, this afternoon, and it was very didn't have to wear a jacket. Good. Uh, it was very nice. Uh, I got a kick on Facebook. You 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 uh, showed a, f- a photograph of uh, your uh, your drive out in the middle of the fairway. Yeah. And, and they wanted to know if it was only three foot from the tee. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you go uh, if you check that one out later i uh, i gave her all the uh, details oh great 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 uh, well, well you know what you're doing and i just want to share with our audience today tomorrow in the future jeff has been a very active marketer and has been earning a decent amount of money marketing on the internet but when we met several years ago in fact he's been hanging around this show and our other show for quite a while i know jeff had a passion for golf because his son your son's in college now isn't he Yes, and and he is a top flight golfer. Not not taking anything away from you, Jeff, but I think your oh. son's a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm, and, I'm just I'm just a weekend wannabe, and he's actually a player. Right, he's he's doing it. He he he's following his dream and passion. That's right. And and um, as some other young men that I've seen grew up, some of my son's friends, uh, you know, like uh, Marcos Drake, uh, got a golf scholarship, and today is the pro down at a beautiful country club in Cancun. Married a young lady from Cancun, has a beautiful home on the golf course. He's 34 years old, but he wrote his business plan the same time my son Jonathan did when they were teenagers. Uh-huh. Marcus knew what he wanted to do, right? and he pursued that plan. And, you know, everybody laughed. His friends would, you know, deride him. And the interesting thing about both of these young men is they um, – uh, while their friends were maybe out making a little more money, they were in their apprentice stages. Uh-huh. And you know, it's kind of hard because, you know, your buddies are driving a new car and, you, and you're sitting there, you're being paid little to nothing while you're gaining experience until you, quote, hang out your, uh, uh, you know, your, your shingle. Right. But these kids were not deterred. They didn't allow uh, society. They didn't allow, you know, their friends, their peers uh, deviate or allowed them to be deviated from their uh, from their goals. And you have a goal now, and I think you're going to focus your marketing. Uh, you actually have a business. 
uh, you do resell golf equipment. And that's only going to grow because on the Internet, people want to read, find out information about things that they like. And obviously the whole like, – like this show here, obviously the 70, 80, 90, whoever all these people are, don't have a bit of interest in what it is we're doing here. And, uh, you know, who cares? It doesn't bother me. I just think it's – I, I can't believe that, that – you know, this is all brand new to me. I've never seen anything like this. So anyway, um, what do you think? This is going to be a bang-up summer for you on the, uh, on the golf uh, direction, right? Well, I'm, I'm hoping so. With the focus being what it is, um, you know, because we are implementing, like you said, uh, taking the time to get some experience over the last couple of years, and now focusing in on uh, one particular niche, if you will, mm-hmm. and uh, trying to put that in the experience and watching everybody else. You know, there's a lot of other people who want to be on, and sure they can. You know, as far as the financial gain is concerned, mm-hmm. they may be a lot further ahead, but that's okay. I had to, I took the time to, or and still taking the time to put the knowledge together. Mm-hmm. But, uh, mm-hmm. And now it's time to, to start making moves. Move that. forward, and and you you definitely have trained yourself well. And I I know how much time you've spent learning. I mean, it's funny. You and I are both adults. But you have invested your time and energy in asking people and, and seeking help on how to maybe improve your skills. You've, uh, you know, instead of watching the basketball game, you were uh, watching a webinar or something on, on how to more yeah. effectively um, market. And that's what we started the program off before this thing blew up like this, um, the SEO and SEM. And uh, I don't think they're scary things. I am. I found out since the experience, you know, when the, the transitioning of the companies, that there's just an awful lot. Because I'm finding out now, people are spending way too much money for very little results in terms of bottom line. You know, again, we always have talked. Don't tell me about how much traffic you're, you know, I have on my site. I want to know what the conversions are. Yeah, that's an area I haven't. Uh... That I'm, I'm finding that I need to focus or you know put a little right. more attention to myself right. because it has been about uh, learning you know traffic. How do I get somebody to the site? Okay, mm-hmm. well now now I'm starting to see. I put it you know I put a little YouTube video up yesterday, mm-hmm. and it took me you know three to five minutes to uh, to record that video. Mm-hmm. And I did and I did I did some of uh, some of the steps needed for the correct SEO for it. Right. I didn't put a whole lot of effort into it, but I hit the right keywords. Mm-hmm. I hit the right uh, yeah. um, uh, target audience with it, and so I'm getting the views. I'm getting the traffic. Uh, Good. Within 24 hours, I got 60 some views on this little uh, little video. That you know, it's, it's it was just kind of a fun little thing. It wasn't anything really teaching or selling or anything like that. It was just kind of a fun little uh, something to talk about with golf and with April Fools. Right. Uh, day and uh, by golly, that thing's got 63 videos. So now I'm looking at it and saying, okay, I've got, I've figured out how to get some traffic with this thing. What do I want to do as far as the conversion goes? You know, where where what does the conversion need to be uh, going forward? So that's that's a good uh, key point you just made. Well, I again, there's something that you you know I'm, I'm preaching to the choir when I talk to you, but. Uh, the Internet's a great place, and uh, for instance, Facebook has been extremely successful for myself and the clients, 
but one thing that everybody does is when I when I do meet someone on Facebook that looks like somebody, you know, sounds like somebody, acts like somebody I know that I can help or do business with, um, I immediately go to personal contact. Right. And typically that's a telephone or we'll meet personally, you know, if they happen to live in the geographic area. The other thing that happened when two years ago when we spent time traveling around the United States, I carried my, quote, friend list of people who I felt were important. And as we went through the central part of the United States, we did contact people and, you know, met people for lunch or whatever. And one of the things that people buy from those they know, like, and trust uh, the internet is pretty hard to know, like, and trust. <laughs> it's it's full of what we just see here now. You know, I mean, just foul language. Uh, uh, you know, I'm just <laughs> junk. Just all junk. The the lowest common denominator, but the those people on Facebook, a lot of the young marketers that have taken that that direction. You know, let's get together. Was a, what's a good time for me to call you? Because. What you're really calling and what you're interacting with is to establish a relationship. You're not really there initially to sell them something. You might want to find out why they're interested in golf. You might want to find out how long they've been playing golf. You might actually learn from them about that which you're – you know, it could be fly fishing, golfing, horseback riding, uh, racing cars, flying airplanes. So – one thing that the Internet has allowed us to do is broaden the base of people that we can interact with or interact, interreact, interact with on a favorable basis. Obviously, tonight's example is not a favorable basis. I mean, I'm still blown away. My wife's saying, what the heck are you doing there, you know? And um, so people have nothing else to do with their time. That's cool. Hunting Niehaus has been listening to us, and they do have their – uh, name up here, and it says here that uh, they're age 18 and uh, they do not host any calls, so they're just visitors. But they did at least put a um, oh, I see, I can see semantic. Yeah, I, obviously, this person is using a combination of words that could be considered, uh, and you know that I'm not a politically correct people, but I see what they're. Uh, uh, directing here, West Maryland. Uh, I see that you're not. Uh, on the chat room, uh, I'm going to unmute West Maryland because I think we did speak, and I don't know if that went nowhere. Let me hold on. Are you still there, West Maryland? Well, there. Hi, Jeff. Hi, who is this? It's Patricia. You're kidding me. What? <laughs> <laughs> wow, this has been a real... I'm sorry that you were muted, but I think you got the idea why I... there was some real... That's problems. okay. Really, some I have muted myself just in case. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad you joined us, Patricia. And uh, Patricia, meet Jeff. Jeff, meet Patricia. Patricia's joined us before, and uh, this young lady has some really wonderful direction. Uh, you're following your dream, aren't you, Patricia? I am. And how close are you to moving back home and getting the uh, spa open? Uh not very well. I might say not very close, but things have to begin in the mind mm-hmm. before they can be brought forth. Right, right. So, and, and the earth realm, so I'm working on it. 
Very good. And if and if just I want to refresh my memory because we've talked before and sometimes I do lose a little bit. You and I were both involved with MKMMA. Is that correct? That's correct. And That's Jeff correct. Beeman, Jeff Beeman, honest to gosh, I'm going to send you the link again, Jeff Beeman. I know you're an experienced man. You're one of the best car salesmen in the world. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, awesome. and, and, and your passion for what's going on. Jeff, we're going to, I'm going to send you a, a link to the scholarship for the September 26-week uh, course for the Master Key Mastermind Association. Okay, I think I, I think I signed up for the newsletter. Okay, well, I, I'm. I mean, really, I I can't say enough, Jeff. And you know the history. You've been around a long time. The Master Key is what I read when I was 17 years old. I've reread it so many times in my life. I recorded it. We narrated. We sold it. You know, ten bucks. That and going back to Og Mandino's, the world's greatest salesman, and taking the ten months of your life. And following through the ten scrolls that are in his book, written in 1968, very well. Um, I don't care what what you're doing with your life. You don't have to be in business, but it changes your life because you start to realize the power from within, and 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 what what we can do as people. You know, we're we're all born equal. We're all born in the image and likeness of greatness, and. It's unfortunate that that we have allowed society to step on us, and and uh, you know it, it's anyway. I, I better hush up because I'll sound like a preacher, but but it's just something I believe in. Uh, I was guided at age seventeen in nineteen sixty to read the Master Key, Think and Grow Rich, and uh, and then I went back to uh, Orison Sweat uh, Marden, who was the founder of Success Magazine in the eighteen eighties. And then Ogmandino is is a contemporary. Uh, you know, he published his book in 1968. I purchased it for the first time not too long after it was published. One of my clients, uh, Lois Novorosky, who has uh, Sonia Botanicals, actually Ogmandino was one of her clients. She did, uh, you know, she she's an esthetician, and and she has all of his books signed first copies. <laughs> So it's kind of neat, you know. To I, I had I had a chance to see them, and it's kind of a fun thing to see. But, but Jeff, I I really personally believe this this could be a, a you know you don't have to follow it through, isn't that right, Patricia? I mean, you can you know it's nothing mandatory, but it's not mandatory. But <laughs> I know you won't believe I would say that, but I think it's mandatory for every human on this. <laughs> well, I know, but we're not going to get we're not going we're not going to get people to do that because people don't care enough about themselves to do it. That's true. We can tell from what happened earlier. Yeah, I mean, people do not care. They don't even look in the mirror and say, I'm cool. I am really a person that can do whatever it is I darn well want to do. They allow themselves to be stepped on, walked on, and um, go down to the lowest common denominator, which is the easiest way out. It's always easy to go with the crowd, you know. That's true. It's difficult to stand on your own two feet, and unfortunately, we have seemed to drift into that direction. And I, oh, I love the word drift. We did it on MKMMA. We talked about drifting. And if anybody reads Napoleon Hill's, I think, best work, which is called Outwitting the Devil, written in 1938 but not published until 2011, I, I mean, I, I've said this a thousand times, Napoleon Hill is interviewing the devil. This is Napoleon Hill's novel. I mean, you know, his writing. 
And he asks the devil, he says, what is it that you fear the most, devil? And the devil sits there and says, the thing I fear most and the thing that stops me from gaining the power that I am gaining, my worst enemy is a thinking human. And Napoleon Hill says, what do you mean? He says, well, I can't battle with a thinking human being because I don't have anything to battle with. And Napoleon Hill says, well, how are you gaining your power? And he says, very easy. I've invaded into the education system. This was written in 1938. I've invaded into the political system, and I've invaded the pulpit. And because that, that's, how it, that's how I've been able to succeed and grow throughout the world. But I'm so worried that a majority of the population will learn to think for themselves, and my gosh, what would happen? <laughs> It's a great book, Outwitting the Devil. I don't know, did you read your copy, Jeff? And Jeff might have stepped away from the phone, but how about That's you? That's an excellent book. I am, I am needed. No, I haven't read a copy of that yet, Jeff. Oh, no, I did. I've got a couple I'm of... I'm not ex- a reader, though. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a video. Well, I'll tell you what. I, <laughs> the, the, the problem is I don't have the right to narrate it, but you know I'm narrating 100 short stories right now, and uh, right. we've got a five-volume book that Sony just bought the film rights to, and, and uh, you know, we're, we're narrating that. But I, I don't have any problem doing excerpts from a book like Outwinning the Devil, and of course they're available for free, so I'm not profiting by that. But um, I might send you a copy. Well, you don't want to... I don't know. I might send you a private narration. It'll only take me about eight, ten hours to narrate it. So. <laughs> no, it, it, Jeff, it, it, it's just a dynamite book. It really is. So I just thought I'd share that. SEO and SEM. Uh, that was what the is top. SEM, Chuck? Talk to SEM me. is search engine marketing, Okay. Thank and you. that is typically directed to what we call paid advertising. Okay. You're, using, you. you're using the search engine to see your ad. And again, the example, did you hear the numbers that I talked about before? No. Okay. The, the company, the, uh, <laughs> uh, the marketing manager... Uh, was listened to a wonderful sales presentation. And it was slick because they gave me the same sales presentation when I said, we're going to dump them. But the company agreed to pay these guys $12,400 a month to handle their SEO and SEM. Now, to me, that's a lot of money. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not, not a big guy. You know, I'm, I'm a little guy, okay? And um, 9000 of that was going to AdWords a month. In other words, paid search engine ads, correct? Correct. Okay. And I have, and I'm not going to bore the audience, but I have huge Excel spreadsheet that shows you every contact, everybody that clicked on their ads, organic and, well, clicked on their paid ads and clicked on their search organically. The um, And what happened to them, because I have the telephone number, you know, when they called the company, I have access to that, and I have access to the telephone uh, conversation. And it's just weird that hardly <laughs> – um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling this up. I'm kind of bouncing around here. Here is 
from September to the day, I'd say, we, we cut them off, what, the 17th of March, they had 18,873 clicks. Both you and Patricia know what clicks are, right, Patricia? Yes, I do. Okay. The company spent $41,492.76 for those 18,000 clicks, which is only about, what, $2.5 a click, right? Now that looks kind of you know well, geez, ladies and gentlemen we got you a uh, we got you a prospect clicking on your ad for only two dollars fifty cents but over here to the right the part of the column nobody ever looked at was the conversions of those the people that actually called and contacted the company were only eight hundred and seventeen so now if we divide I don't have a calculator in front of me but well, yes I do hold on forty one thousand dollars I'm going to round it off okay. Divided by 817, those phone calls cost you $50.18 apiece. Now, going back into the history of those phone calls, because we enter those into a customer management system called Goldmine, and we find out, we find out that there were three products sold from those 817 conversations. But that's not because of... We didn't have good salespeople. It's just even the people that ended up calling us weren't real prospects. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Because there wasn't enough information truly on the website or on the Internet. There wasn't enough social media discussion because marketing was being not, you know, it's nobody's fault. It's just people don't understand how to market on the Internet. Um, the... Uh, uh, the people that called didn't really know that this was what they wanted, or they just didn't have enough information. Now, the organic ads, organic ads are the ones when you type in a keyword like, uh, let's say, golf in Indiana. That's a, you know, and I type in the the thing golf in Indiana, and I see Jeff Beeman's blog in the middle of the first page, which is not hard to get to. And I click on that blog, and I comment on his blog article because I really like what this guy's writing about. And over to the right, I see advertisements for his uh, affiliate marketing of golf products or some of his own proprietary products. Uh, and I call Jeff or I send him an email. That's a conversion, right? Yep. But the key was is that Jeff's website filled me in. It was warm and fuzzy. I didn't have to call him to ask all these questions. The website gave me a solid foundation of knowledge whether or not I wanted to take the time to call Jeff. Now, Jeff and Patricia, if I'm getting too far off the track, let me know. But this is a mindset and this is a track that nobody ever talks about. Have you ever heard anybody say this, Patricia? No, they've not explained it quite like that. <laughs> okay, well, let me ask really you this. A great definition of what it is. Okay, yeah, th- thank you for saying that, but that is what I try to do with clients. You see what I mean? This is, it's a mindset. I, I just can't, <laughs> I'm not interested in numbers. One of my newest clients happens to be the young man that, you know, I hired in 1970 and he's gone much beyond me uh, over the last, uh, what, <laughs> 40 years. He, he started a newspaper and he asked me to market his newspaper. 
This is a print newspaper. Who starts a print newspaper in the year 2015? He did, and it's today it comes out every Wednesday in his hometown, and he personally delivers it to locations, businesses, and, and in two hours it's gone. You know, he, he can't print enough, okay? So we wanted to put a web-based paper up, the same articles and everything else. Well, the his former advisor was so excited that this this his website was getting 20,000 hits 20,000 hits that month the first question i had was this how many of those people contacted you how many of those people commented on your website how many of those people sent you an email and his former helpmate or whatever you want to call it said well you know to be honest with you the only person who ever commented on his website was you Are you guys getting a a feeling here? Now, one thing about MKMMA, Patricia, you have to agree. The webinars focused, especially the digital digital training webinar, not training, the conversations. You know the power of a blog, and we all know the power of commenting on blogs. Because every time you comment on a blog, you're backing that comment up with your name, and behind your name is your website. Correct. Or a page on your website. That's something else people don't think about. Instead of going to jbnetgolf.net or whatever, he puts slash fifth hole or irons or drivers because he's commenting on an article on somebody else's golf blog or website that's talking about drivers or chipping irons. Are you following what I'm getting to, Jeff, here? See, we we all immediately put in our website. Well, that's going to take them to your landing page or your homepage. But if you're writing about stance, if you're, you know, again, we're focusing on golf, but in your case, spas or facial treatments or, or muscle tone or whatever, and you're going to comment on my blog about being healthy or about golfing, and you're going to put your name in that comment, be sure that the link that you put behind your name is relevant to the article. And if your website is, is, is a spiffy website, and if, if your blog is, you know, you're blogging within your website, you can't believe guys. Now, in this backlinking and everything else is powerful, free SEO. Correct? Yep. Did everybody go to sleep on me? <laughs> no. No, this is the stuff that uh, people need to be listening to because there's so many, there's so many people out there. Social media is obviously a big part of everything, but there's so many people out there that still continue to come on the internet, thinking that they 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 just don't take the time to learn what you're talking about. The, the SEO, learning SEO doesn't have to be complicated. It no, be, I mean there is a learning curve there, but uh, you know it's not that complicated. It's the it's the cornerstone. It's the foundation. Right. Of, running anything online. And I, I love the example you're giving with the paid advertising compared to organic, uh, finding things organically uh, through a search because when you have somebody searching, they're, they're, uh, they want that information. They're looking for it. That's right. Advertisement might entice you and you might say, oh, yeah, well, you know, that sounds kind of neat. But as you, were talking, as you were talking about it, the conversion rates can be a lot different uh, if you have somebody that searches and finds your information because that's what they were looking for that solution. That's right. They have and a problem, they have a question, they want an answer. 
There's one interesting thing, and on this show, I have used constantly the left-handed fly fisherman. Now, that it was a joke originally, but believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of people who fly fish left-handed. And there's nothing ever written about that, and equipment is hard to find. Same thing with the left-handed golfer, right, Jeff? Correct. But if you happen to be a left-handed golfer, you are going to seek where you can find information about the right equipment, so on and so forth. The chain, I, you know, I don't. There's all kinds of nuances here. So another thing that we kind of discuss with clients is, okay, you make a widget. Fifty other companies make widgets. Is there anything about your widget that's totally unique, or does do you have a division of widgets? that works to a smaller market but but you own it you know what i mean i mean so you may start focusing on that and in your case jeff you may want to have a section of your website or a blog you could have more than one blog on a website you know that you just what category you put it in right right uh you might have one specifically dedicated to left-hand golfers because you have to admit they are the uh, the bastard children <laughs> I mean, everybody makes fun of the left-handed golfer, right? I mean, I golf with a guy that golfs left-handed. And after all these years, we still make – we don't make fun of him. You know what I mean. But there's always a joke going on on every round, right? Yep. You know, I don't want to play with you because you're the only guy here that I can't borrow the club, which is illegal in a tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pick up his 8-iron and use it, can I? Yeah, but yeah, I'm good to try it. Because I can't hit it anymore. Right. So anyway, the, again – all of this is not magic. It's not. Uh, it's not woo. And uh, here's my analysis. And I know there's people going to chide me for this, but there seems to be a mystique wrapped around all this SEO and SEM stuff. And it isn't that hard because I will say to you, I'm not a geek. I have no. Uh, I didn't grow up with the internet. <laughs> um. You know, I I picked it up 10 years ago when I had a massive heart attack and I had to change some things in my life. So if a person, I'm a, I'm a what's the word, I'm a zoologist, a restaurateur, uh, business has fascinated me, and I'm a farmer. You know, we raised our kids on the truck farm. I'm not this fantastically gifted engineer. But I figured out, because I was a marketer before I came on the Internet, how to market on the internet, and it was not uh, difficult. I didn't think. Do, do, do you think it's difficult? Does anybody out here think it's difficult, or does it totally confuse you? Well, it, it's you know we're going to get back into the whole mindset thing with marketing, uh, Chuck. But you're either you know either marketing or you're a consumer, and sometimes yeah. the mindset of a consumer just cannot make that switch. Right. Uh, over to marketing. Uh, I know I've struggled with that. Uh, I, you know, I'm just as guilty as everybody else looking for the easy way out, uh, the quick hit um, mm-hmm. um, uh, pieces to to kind of try to create an income with the with the internet. And um, yeah, you just you you've got to. Uh, some people just can't be a marketer. There's just yeah. no way to get around that. Yeah, However, and, and, and there are there are a lot of things that can help. If you can learn if you can learn one thing. And learn SEO and learn how to put a a video together, a blog post together, 
enough times over and over and over again, you will see some some results from that. Isn't that funny? Uh, that that? As far as you know, the rest of it, as far as social media and social media marketing and stuff like that, you may never get into that. Right. Uh, but uh, but the SEO, if you're a technical person, yeah, it can be learned, and if you're not a technical person, it can be learned as well. Well, I have a couple of, I found a couple of PDFs here, okay? And if uh, Patricia and Jeff would be interested, I will email. Patricia, I don't think I have your email address, so would you drop me an email at chuck at you can build it dot com? No, not dot com. Chuck at you can build it. Okay. And I will, you know, that way I'll, I'll send this right back to you. But I'm looking at one of them right now. One of them... Uh, this may be of some of interest to you that this PDF. By the way, uh, the PDF is um, is uh, manufactured by HubSpot, which is a huge SEO and internet marketing consulting company. And I mean, I have sent. I'm limited, but I have sent them clients because I knew that I could not handle the clients' needs, and their programs usually start out at five to eight thousand a month you know, to put your thing together, okay? I, I really have a lot of respect for the company is what I'm trying to say. Uh, they have one here called Local SEO and SEO Myths. These are 2015, SEO Myths of 2015, Conclusion and Resources, 22-page PDF, okay? Totally free, no obligation. Uh, I got it for free. I'm not selling it to you. I'm sharing it with you. And, of course, they have links to their people, uh, so that when you read this and you want for more information, you can always contact HubSpot, okay? These Thank are the you. people who, they coined the word inbound marketing. And and that's something a lot of people, they coined the word inbound marketing. And now everybody uses it. And they started off, what, not too many years ago, and it was just like a handful of people, and now they have offices globally. Getting back to your spa, mm-hmm. one of them I'm going to send you is Effective Local SEO. There's a whole book here because you really don't care about somebody in Ireland, maybe, interested in, in what you're going to develop, you see. Initially, it's going to be just a thing. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, but initially, the odds are you're going to be looking for pe- local people. Locally, that's correct. Yeah. So here's one um, from HubSpot, local SEO plans. Oh, okay. and, and, and it entails things like, Jeff, are you using directories at all, local directories? No, not at this time. Okay, real quickly, I'd, about if you go to my YouTube channel, Chuck Bartok, about seven years ago, I put up a 13-minute video on how you can put your website on directories. And why is it important? Well, you realize Google has taken away a lot, but one of the things they're emphasizing today are local directories. And that's your Yelp, that's your TripAdvisor, that's your local. These are free directories in most cases. But you, there's a, the video that I made, it's free. Nobody's got to pay anything. Now, I use that video as a teaser because if people don't want to do it themselves, I'll put their business on, on local directories for 125 bucks. <laughs> you know, that's my fee, right? Or you can save the 125 bucks, watch the video, and do it yourself. So uh, local that's the other local SEO is important. Now Jeff, you're going to be you're going to probably focus most of your uh, 
I mean, you talk about Indiana golf courses. I know your blog and website is going to expand into other areas, and you may even have guest bloggers talking about some West Coast golf courses, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) But um, you may want to actually have a physical address for JBNet, golf or whatever, you know. And uh, anyway, use local directories because it's search engine uh, search engine. powerful you know uh section 79 says uh they have no 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 sound no call well i guess not i don't know and then the other person let's see there's three they were three statements and i'm glad to see some people know how to spell words you know that you learn when you're in third or fourth grade and a foul language i'm not a fan of it i mean i, I swear a little bit but anyway um, guys, I'll tell you what, it's 7.30. You know what that means in my household. It's time for my lovely bride to go to bed. And I mean, not that she, uh, she gets up very early and in her wood shop and works all day. And we we turn in early anyway because we wake up usually 4.35 o'clock. So um, the, um, I'm really excited about having Patricia with us, Jeff. You guys ought to get to know each other on Facebook. Patricia, how can you find you on Facebook? Oh, you know, you asked me that before, and I... <laughs> don't even know my own Facebook address. That's okay. Isn't that terrible? That's okay. That's okay. You okay, can find Jeff, Jeff, though. You can find Jeff. Okay. And if Jeff doesn't mind, it's B-E-E-M-A-N. Right. You know, and uh, we use our normal Facebook protocol, and, you know. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, no, I, Jeff... Uh, Jeff has a great background, a lovely family. In fact, I kind of feel like I know his son, even though we've never met personally, because I've listened to him grow up, (laughs) listened to his dad brag about him. And uh, he was actually a hot golfer as a freshman in high school, wasn't he, Jeff? Yeah, yeah, he took took right to it. Yeah, now he's a a golfer in college, so time does go by. And uh, I'm very proud of having the relationship with his father. Um, and Patricia, that yeah, and Patricia, I, you know how to get in touch with me, right? I gave you I my do. email uh-huh. address. I got you. I got and you. and the, just because the MKMMA, I, by the way, for reasons that I don't need to go into, I, I didn't buy a lifetime membership. Okay. Because I actually am a lifetime <laughs> Okay. No, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. What Mark <laughs> what Mark puts forth in the MKMMA is, is really how I live, you know, it's, it's what I've done for 40 years, 50 years. So and it, not taking any way for thing from Mark. That's how we got together, by the way, because we both shared this power of, of think and grow rich. And actually, oh, okay. t- actually Mark's affection from the master key came from a conversation we had many years ago when I suggested the master key, because all of his training was focused on TG and R, which is fine. Mm. But the master key is not for everybody, is it? Nope. Whereas Think and Grow, see, Think and Grow Rich was written at the request of President Roosevelt to Napoleon Hill, because Napoleon Hill was on the president's uh, Let's Rebuild America committee. Because Napoleon Hill was already known at that time. His first book, written in 1934, uh, which is really what. It really is what Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich is a, how can I say this, a a simple person's synopsis of Napoleon Hill's huge book, The Law of Success. The Master Wealth Builder's Complete and Original Lesson Plan for Achieving Your Dream 
And that was written in 1934. 1938, Think and Grow Rich was really a pamphlet idea. You see what I mean? Yeah. And it was written at the request, as I say. See, uh, inter, uh, introduction of the law of success is the mastermind. Lesson one, your definite chief aim. Two, self-confidence, habit of saving, okay? Now, nobody would ever read this book because I say nobody. It was, um, how many pages, Chuck? 600 and some pages long, okay? So Think and Grow Rich was the shortened version of it. And the president Mm. thought, President Roosevelt thought, that if that was put out in the public, more people would get interested in believing in themselves and build their own business and therefore pull the United States out of depression. Okay? Well, Napoleon Hill wasn't really keen on it. In fact, he didn't really like the president, but that was his, you know, you know, it's fine. So uh, Napoleon Hill did it because he was asked to, and, you know, he got paid a little bit for it. <laughs> but uh, that's how Think and Grow Rich evolved. It's actually based on his first book. And his first book, you realize, that he, Patricia, did you know that Napoleon Hill wrote Charles Hannell a letter on April of 1919? Mm-mm. No. You didn't know that? Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a copy mm-hmm. of that letter. And here's what it says. Dear Mr. Hannell, well, it's more flowery than I'm speaking. I just wanted to write this letter to thank you for being so clear and concise in week four of the correspondence course, The Master Key, because originally it was mailed to you. Each week was mailed to you. You sent a dollar, and he mailed it to you. Then you answered the questions back, and then you got done. And when it was all done, when you this was the, one of the greatest marketing tricks in the world. Jeff, think about this on golf. When it was all done, he then sent you a copy of the book, but each week you got the week's. And when you were all done, you got, if you completed it, he actually got, consider this, folks, in the 19-teens, Charles Hannell was getting $26 for a book. Wow. Wasn't he? Because you paid him a dollar a week for 26 weeks, and when it was done, he mailed you the free book. Was it free? No. (laughs) Do do you see anything here that's similar to today? No. Charles Hannell was also considered the first conglomerate owner in the United States. He started a group of companies or put a, together a group of companies in Sacramento, California. Anyway, Charles Hannell gets this letter written in April 1919 from this guy named Napoleon Hill. And he said, Mr. Hannell, I just want to let you know that week four prompted me and prodded me and directed my mindset to allow me to secure a part-time contract for $109,000 a year. This was days before income tax. Napoleon Hill used what was in week four of the master key, and it was in his mind, he said, he applied that activity, especially the exercise, and it put his mind in the proper set for him to be able to make a presentation and close the deal. Napoleon Hill attributed to the natural law of attraction, which is really why Charles Hannell is called the father of the law of attraction. And not to be confused with the crazy, absolute, terrible rendition put together by Rhonda Byrne and her group when they came out with The Secret. Okay, that's just pure, unadulterated, you know, it's so far from the truth, it's unbelievable. But anyway, those are little pieces of history, uh, Patricia, that a lot of people don't know. (laughs) 
Yeah. I mean, and and see, here's what's interesting, guys. We talk about by by you just you taking your time, investing your time listening to this old man. I shared some ideas with you, right? Now you have knowledge to share with other people, and you just don't know where. I mean, you're talking to people about them becoming, you know, offering them a scholarship for the Master Key Mastermind, right? Mm-hmm. And somebody says, "Well, why would I want to be in that?" Well, I just gave you some ammunition, didn't I? Not that you already didn't have ammunition, but in sales, Jeff knows this from the car business. We call this third-party influence, don't we? You see, you're not beating your own drum. You're beating somebody else's drum. So anyway, I got to go, guys. I'm I'm sure glad you joined us today. Sorry about the big mess. (laughs) I had to mute some people, which I've never done, Jeff. I've never done that in all these years. Yeah, I was trying to remember if you have uh, the ability to kick somebody off uh, the actual... I, I can block chat, too, but, you know, the chat just scrolls off here. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I mean, I obviously – I mean, I don't understand. Why would people take the time to type in GD, DSGF, SSG, FFG, G, I, what else do they have to do with their life? Apparently nothing. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I'll let all you guys go. Thank you very much, Patricia. Send me an email so I can get back to you. We'll do it. Jeff Beeman, let's talk some more about golf. Yeah, no problem. We can do that anytime. And Jeff, you have my telephone number. I do. Yeah, you can call me once in a while. I don't I'm tired of always calling you. Gee, many Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Well, every time I call you, you you you're busy. <laughs> okay, but what do I tell you? I said I'll call you back, right? Yeah, that's okay. true. But then when All I right, call you back you're not there. <laughs> but I'm busy. I know, I know. That that what that's what's fun, so Patricia Thank you very much. And You're very welcome. We're going to go out and have a great day tomorrow, and everybody knows why, because there is no alternative. Thank you all very much. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.